Hello and welcome to Packers POV, a podcast that aims to shine a light on the human behind the helmet. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers, and we are here at historic Lambeau Field. Joining today is an unbelievable guest, a two-time first-team All-American at University of Colorado, who's played in 240 straight games for the Packers, the most NFL games by any Colorado Buffalo ever. He converted all five of his kicks in Green Bay's Super Bowl 45 victory on his way to becoming number one on the franchise scoring list. We're talking about the man, the myth, the legend, 15th year kicker and eight-time team captain, Mason Walker Crosby. How's it going, Mason? Hey, going great. I like the legend. Uh, I don't know if I've heard that one. That was nice. Had to incorporate it, man. You've got quite the boot. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, gosh, uh, hearing some of that stuff, just thinking about my time there in Colorado. And, uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about, you know, the people out there right now dealing with the fires and the things like that. So uh, my support and prayers go out to them. And, uh, you know, it was uh, it was a special time for me being there in, uh, in school. Absolutely. And a very special time, not only because you got recruited and played there and set 31 records at Colorado, but you met your wife, Molly. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, you hit on uh, one of the most important things, uh, if not the most important thing. So can't say enough about her. Uh, my my wife is just, uh, you know, she's a rock. Uh, she's, uh, you know, we, we've been through a lot in these uh, these 15 years here in Green Bay. And, uh, you know, she is uh, she's the most consistent person that I've ever been around. So um, I appreciate her every day. She is a an amazing wife, an amazing mother to our five kids. That uh, That's a, the hardest job that I've ever uh, ever seen. So I, uh, what I get to do on Sundays feels easy compared to you know what she has to deal with on a daily basis. And she was a cheerleader at Boulder when you were the kicker. So I'm curious to see how that came together. <laughs> well, yeah. So she, uh, she's a grade behind me in school. So um, it was my my sophomore year we met. Um, I was kicking against Iowa State actually, and um, I think it was the first game that she had gone to. She wasn't a cheerleader at the time. She was a freshman and uh, she saw my picture. She says, this is her claim. She saw me on the Jumbotron after a kick. And uh, this was like before we had ever met. And then ironically, um, I think these were early days of Facebook. I sent her uh, a Facebook message, uh, you know, as as we kind of had some uh, mutual friends and um, we ended up meeting that, uh, that that winter and uh you know it just kind of kind of went from there so you know we we dated on and off through college she uh she had big plans and uh you know was uh was going to be a lawyer and move and uh you know go go do teach for america and do all these things and um i just wanted to marry her so uh, <laughs> i i got her I, I convinced her to come to green bay and marry me and uh and then start a life together and i you know I'm, I'm very fortunate that she took that leap and uh you know didn't run away from me and how did you pop the question? Well, so it was actually after the Thursday night game in Dallas um, in 2007. And we flew back to Green Bay that night. Next morning, I, you know, we had a few days off. I think I flew out to Boulder at like 6.30 in the morning. We spent the day together there on that Friday. And then uh, Friday night, drove up into the Flatirons. And uh, yeah, I was I was looking for that perfect spot. And then at the end of the end of the day, our kind of as we were driving around, I just couldn't wait any longer. I pulled off. She thought I had like lost something. Uh, <laughs> I pulled off on the side of the road overlooking Boulder and uh, went to her side of the, the car and uh, got down on one knee and asked her to marry me. You know, and then the next day we drove up to her parents' house and uh, spent some time with them. And then uh, 
uh, I flew back to Green Bay and, uh, you know, we were married in June of 2008. So we're going on 14 years this summer and it's, uh, yeah, I, I can't ask for, uh, you know, a better person to you know be spending my time here in Green Bay and my life with. And as you mentioned, you guys now have five kids, Nolan being the oldest, he's now 11. And he's like a young up and coming Mason as far as all the adventuring. He's a great golfer like you are. And you guys like to do a lot of stuff together. I understand that you go ice fishing together actually here in Wisconsin. <laughs> hey, you know your stuff. So yeah, and, um, yeah. Nolan is uh, he's such a great kid. I mean, he uh, yeah, he's our firstborn. He's uh, he's my only son, and um, you know, I, I love watching him. You know, just uh, grow up and the the adventurous mind he has. I, I love that he's uh, he's a golfer. So we're getting into that mode where it's like if we if we go somewhere nice, somewhere warm, um, we can sneak away and uh, he can cruise around for eighteen, no problem. But I do like you mentioned fishing. I, I think fishing outside of like all of the sports he plays would probably be his uh, his passion. As Nolan started getting into it, and uh, you know we're spending more time in the winters here as the kids are in school, it was like we got to dive into the you know all the Wisconsin uh, traditions and make sure that we uh, you know we do all the stuff throughout the winter. So you know the process of ice fishing is uh, it's a lot of hanging out. <laughs> it's like you build fires, you uh, you play on the ice, you you know you do other things, and then uh, that tip up you know comes up and. Uh, you run over and then, yeah, that fish comes up. If it's a big one, then, uh, you know, I, I think we've had some, you know, some ice sliding, you know, some celebrating, you know, Nolan has a taste for adventure and for that joy. So whenever he sees that, you know, that fish and whenever he's excited, you know, jumping up and, you know, we're fist pumping and hugging. And uh, I just remember some fun moments here these last few years of, uh, you know, pulling fish out of the ice and, uh, you know, just the, the fun moments that ensue after. It's got to be a little bit like looking in the mirror because you grew up doing all this stuff in Texas uh, and you've done a lot of hunting. And it's wild when you look at your bio from Colorado, it says hunting parentheses deer slash exotic. So I'm curious, man, what does that mean? What's an exotic? Uh, yeah. So growing up in Texas, um, you know, the climate, uh, the terrain and all the brush and everything is very similar to Africa and some other areas. Like we're basically straight across. So we actually have a lot of African animals, exotic animals that we bring into ranches in Texas. So yeah, I was fortunate enough to shoot, uh, you know, a few, you know, different, uh, you know, types of exotic animals, um, you know, axis deer, they've brought those in and now they're actually wild in Texas. So they're, they're, all over the place. I have a fallow deer in my uh, house and we actually decorated most of our house here in Green Bay uh, after that deer, <laughs> after that mount. So another credit to my wife, Molly, you know, she's, uh, she's great that, uh, you know, I could put a deer mount in our great room and then uh, you'll have cow hides and uh, printed uh, animal rugs all over, all over the house. So I got a great one there. You do. And you've got another great one. Your mom founded a nonprofit you're involved with called The Locker that empowers kids down in your hometown of Georgetown, Texas. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, she um, started that organization about, I guess, 13, 14 years ago. And um, the concept of The Locker is to try to give these kids everything they need to try to be successful. You know, they give caps and gowns to kids, uh, you know, if they if they can't afford them, they help kids get, you know, bicycles, uh, you know, if they need them to go to work or to ride to school or whatever. And, um, you know, so whatever the need might be, you know, the school people contact them and, uh, you know, they try to step in and fill that uh, fill that void. You seem to me, Mason, like a natural born dad. 
And here in Green Bay, when you're not playing games, of course, you're shuttling your five kids around to all their different activities. What's that like here in Green Bay? And then how do you get a chance to spend time as Mason Crosby? Yeah, you know, so yeah, whenever my uh, my job ends here at the stadium, I uh, go home and I'm and I'm a dad. Whenever I'm home, I, I'm locked into my kids and they, you know, my wife, and uh, you know, being a family guy. And so it usually is now as uh, as they're getting older. I I get home and it's like, all right, we're hitting the ground running. We got to take a you know two girls to dance class, and then uh, one's going to cheer practice, and then we have basketball, soccer, you know, whatever it might be. So it's fun. I I love those drives. I love taking kids to their activities because you get those honest you know conversations. They're asking questions. You get to ask them questions, and you get to really catch up on the day. And, uh, you know, those are the special moments for me that uh, that I remember so much as a kid, too, with my with my parents was uh, going to ball games, going to family trips like my dad traveled, uh, you know, for work. And, you know, a lot of our trips were we would road trip to wherever, you know, he needed to you know go for his uh, for his job and we'd explore and do things. And he, you know, whenever he wasn't working, he's, uh, you know, he was he was running with us to the zoo or, you know, to a water park or doing whatever. So those moments and sometimes even just the journey and the drives um, were some of the things I remember, you know, so vividly. And, uh, you know, for me, it's um, with my kids, it's like, remembering those things and almost trying to give them that, uh, you know, those memories for, for themselves, but reminding them that, uh, you know, the journey and like the process getting to that exciting moment or that next, you know, thing um, can be so wonderful and don't take it for granted. So I feel very fortunate with my childhood and the way I got to grow up and having, uh, having two parents at home. Um, you know, it's, I, I feel very blessed and um, they still, I mean, they come to most games, so it, it's pretty awesome that I get to still play a play a game that, uh, you know, my parents can come and, and watch me after all these years. And, uh, you know, I can still feel like a kid sometimes whenever, uh, you know, when they're, they're in the house and, uh, you know, preparing for a game with me. Dating back to 2003, since college, you've really had a legendary now 18 year career. And when you look at what you've accomplished so far on the field, what are the things that stand out to you that you want to accomplish off of it? You know, I have a lot of passions, um, you know, outside of the, outside of the game. And, um, you know, some of those are doing things and good things for others. You know, I, you know, we talked about the locker. I have a lot of, uh, you know, other organizations that I, uh, you know, I support and that I'm involved with. And, um, you know, something that I've gotten involved with uh, over the years is a, uh, you know, an organization called Vapor Ministries. And, um, you know, I've gone to Haiti with them as well. And, uh, you know, diving more into that. You know, there's I'm a big soccer guy, you know, so there's there's been some opportunities here as of late uh, where I can I've gotten more involved with some uh, you know potential soccer uh, endeavors. And, you know, that kind of space really intrigues me of, uh, you know, trying to grow the game here in the U.S. and, uh, you know, find ways and opportunities to, uh, you know, get kids and youth more involved. Um, that's definitely something I'm passionate about. And having five kids, I look at the mental health, uh, you know, and like the, the mental side of things a lot for the for the children and. Um, I wouldn't mind diving into a space there. I feel like I have so much experience um, you know, with uh, what I've gone through in my career, the highs, the lows, uh, you know, the good and the bad, just, um, you know, being able to deal with adversity and, uh, you know, tough things. I feel like our youth right now and the kids, um, you know, in our, you know, in our world just sometimes feel the weight of a lot of things and uh, to be able to try to reach them early and uh, kind of put a better in a different perspective in their minds as they go through this journey, um, something like that would be, uh, you know, something I could, you know, be really passionate about. 
Mason, thank you so much for taking the time today. My pleasure, thank you. To learn more about the great work Mason and his mom are doing off the field, visit thelocker.info. Take care and see you next time.